so you know what you want to write. Your imagination isn't the issue because you have the story right in front of your mind's eye as clear as day. You've defined who you are as a writer. You've taken the time to think about a process, the best process for you to be able to produce, for you to have the time, the space, the creativity to add to your work. But when you sit down and you attempt to try to hammer that story out, you still fall flat every time. And it feels like writer's block. It feels like failure. It feels like you name it. If you find yourself with this issue, then I think I can solve your problem. Instead of people actually giving you actionable things that you can do to solve your problems, today's overconsumption or let's say over obsession with content creation tends to create problems. Because where most people may believe that they are setting you aright, putting you on a path to elevate your mind, your life, your creative processes they're really not and all it really kind of boils down to is a um, glamorized version of marketing I have an episode back in season two that's called beware the vultures the reason why the vultures are people that you need to identify and I don't say hide from them. You need to know what's being said and how it's being said so you can know when you're being vulturized. I just made that word up. But the vultures don't look like monsters. They don't look like these scary imaginations that you know instinctively to run for your life from. A lot of times what these people are offering are things that are attractive They know how to weasel themselves into your psychological makeup. And they know how to, just like when you are creating, uh, let's say, non-fiction. And you write technically for some kind of an e-publication. SEO is going to be, if you don't do that, you won't get the job is the bottom line. These Vultures, they know how to get into your psyche and they know how to use their proverbial SEO to help you feel like, wow, this person is finally telling me the truth. This person is finally going to solve a problem that I have had the entire time. They're going to solve that problem. And even though 
I suspect that there is a one hell of a sales pitch woven in here. I am going to choose to believe that what they are offering is fine. It's finally, it's the truth. Finally, I found a content creator who wants me to succeed more than they want to succeed. Why did I say all that? I said all that because a couple weeks ago, I ran into a quote unquote program that was so, I was, it left me thinking about not signing up for the program, but it left me trying to understand how these people are doing what they're doing so well while simultaneously knowing me knowing that all they're doing is marketing to me it's just that it's a different type of marketing and i've coined them vultures not like i've invented the word but there's a different term for them that i'm going to have to really give some serious thought to and i hope it's i hope that i can bring it to the podcast because what it what it stands to do to writers like you and like me is to distract us to distract us except this distraction looks like one you should actually take instead of the ones that we're kind of used to Moving forward, what may be holding you back if you have the issue of not being able to get the desire of your story out on the page is that it is probably coming down to one simple thing. And for a person having this problem, it comes down to this. It is the tool that you are using. The reason why the marketing program that I saw the other day has left such a lasting impression on me is because they have been able to come in with their verbal judo and convince you. I mean, it's not like they don't convince you, convince you that they have solved your problem for you once and for all. This is the end all be all. I have made tens of millions of dollars and you will too. They haven't told you anything about their background, what money they brought to the table, who their grandfather is, where their aunt works. They haven't told you about any people who have invested in them so that they are not trying to actually live life while they're doing all this. They're actually able to tackle it as some kind of a, you know, side hustle or some kind of a hobby. If you listen to this podcast, you as a writer, you're not doing this as a damn side hustle. And it is not a hobby. It is something that you know can earn you a living. And it just so happens to be that it's your passion. That's it. But what they what they market what they are marketing to people that don't realize they're, that they're having that marketed to them is that, you know what? You think that what you have been doing all these years is working, but it isn't working. And the reasons make sense until you realize that they're not going to give you any of the answers until you 
make that next step, which is what? Which is getting into the database of people who they can cold call and spam to death in order to keep their business going while selling you your business. And perhaps that's what they, they are, business sellers. They are the people who are in business to sell you a fairy tale of being able to have your own business. And somehow, you're so satisfied with the results that they are getting that it almost serves as enough for you. As long as you can see that they live in a palatial mansion somewhere, that's good enough for you. Because somehow in that little skit, they weave in the fact that now you may not make, you know, 38 million like I did last year. But that's okay because you can make. And my question would be and is, if you're marketing a business to me, if you are selling business to me, I want to make exactly what you're making too. Because I know at the end of this shtick is me signing up to be stalked by you guys for a lifetime. So your tool is what is lacking. And I don't mean lacking as in it's somehow inferior to any tool that I'm using. I'm not saying that, but I am saying this. Your writing process is one that you have clearly defined for yourself, but in that process, you know that the first stop is the rough draft or whatever you like to call it. The phase of getting the story out of your mind, that is an environment in which it needs to be less Sterile. What do I mean by less sterile? When you go to a doctor or a clinic, that is a sterile environment. You don't feel like you want to just kind of, you know, curl up with a book and get cozy at the doctor's office. So too with your writing. If you are writing your work as in your rough draft, if you are trying to hammer that out in Microsoft Word of all places, I would say get out of that environment because it's too sterile. Some people say sterile. I don't know why sterile doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. Maybe, Maybe I should say sterile, but the bottom line is this. If you are writing your book and you are trying to do it in Microsoft Word and you are in the rough draft phase, switch it up. Get out of Microsoft Word. Is Microsoft Word an okay writing app for you to use? It is. But it doesn't come into play until much later in the process. You don't need that level of sterility until you get to the nitty gritty, until it's time to roll up your sleeves and get busy. When you are in the rough draft phase, your writing needs to be unhampered. It needs to be as raw as you possibly can make it and the tools that you use to get that out need to be as raw as you need to make that 
plugging yourself behind a desk and writing on your PC or laptop is probably what is ruining that for you. Most adults listen to this podcast and all of us can remember a time when we worked in an office. And when you sit up at that, you know, that cold desk and you're stiff and you just wish you can be anywhere but sitting at a desk, it zaps the life out of everything you're doing. Because in a corporate environment, typically you're using that to write emails and to have conference calls and you're at the desk and, you know, you're putting together some packets and your creativity has a very difficult time flowing in an environment where it is being suffocated to death. And sitting at your desk, writing or hammering it out on your PC is probably the reason why you're good until you sit down in your ergonomic chair and attempt to write. Your laptop and your PC is functional and it should come into play. But it shouldn't come into play until you have to do what a sterile environment would have you to do. And that is to edit your work and to get it cleaned up, to stitch it up, to polish it, and to make it something that you don't mind sharing with other people. When you're outside of the Word environment or a like application, you will be less tempted to address those underlying underlined words and typos. You will not be tempted to go up there and, you know, choose the spell check. Spell check is a good thing, but you don't need to use it until you you are in the editing phase of your work because it's going to slow you down every time you have to change a fragment and add commas and the dictionary doesn't recognize words it should and things like that. Remember that when you are in this phase, it's almost like you are in the kindergarten and your teacher gives you a box of crayons and tells you to just color, like just do whatever you want to do. That's what you need to think of this phase as. So what can solve this problem specifically? Minimizing your writing environment. When you're ready to write or add to your story and you're in this rough draft phase, Minimize what you're doing, as in don't use your, you know, 70-inch PC monitor. Don't use that to write your book. Use your tablet. Use your little iPad, your, your Samsung. Use your phone. Use something that allows you to breathe a little bit. And not only that, use a device that you actually like. Most people, they like their phones. They like their tablets. They use their tablets to quote unquote play. And although you're going to turn this into a reality, this story, a book, you don't have to be anal about it in the rough draft phase. Remember also that nobody is going to care that you didn't use the best, you know, $250 app to write this book. Nobody's going to care about that. 
And if you do, I'm not hating on Word or any other writing app because, like I said, Word comes into the picture. Use a writing app that is not going to underline every misspelled word where the environment is going to be less worried. You know, it's going to be less wordish. It's going to just feel like a blank slab of space for you to be able to type into. And if writing down your book is something that you like to do, that could also be a hang up for you. It may make you feel like, wow, I heard that, you know, Stephen King wrote his books on a tablet. So let me, a tablet of paper is what I mean here. Let me do that because that'll make me like one of the greats. I'll be vintage or something like that. Don't do that. Why? Because A, unless you write very neat, you may end up writing stuff that you can't read after the fact. The second thing is that you're going to have to convert that into an electronic copy anyway. You're going to add a step to your process that you're hopefully going to want to simplify for yourself. Don't write a 300-page book out on a on a legal pad because it's going to create extra work for you. And why why transcribe your own work where you can just put it into the electronic copy from the very beginning and get it going? But if that works for you, don't let me stand in the way. All I'm saying is that when it comes to freeing you, you have to do those things that actually enable you to do just that. And don't give you a reason to make an excuse as to why you leave another year without your book being published. This month will mark the second year anniversary of Free Rider. If you have been here since day one, I'm glad that you're here. If you're just now joining and you are a person who has a passion to write, but you just cannot get yourself unstuck, go back. Start in season one and catch up. Why? Because unlike the marketers who want to sell you a business, they want to sell you a dream, they want to sell you a fantasy. I don't have time for that. I am trying to give you what I wish I could have been able to go into an app and, and hear back when I was attempting to do this thing. Because I know that with my personality type, had I had someone out there trying to encourage me to free myself that I could have been doing this even longer and could have worked out the issues that much more efficiently. I am T.A. Walker and I am your host and this is the year 2022. Wow, the times we live in, huh? I will try to make sure that I give you an episode at least one a week. Friday usually feels just about right for me. And I hope that you will tune in then. And until then, I will talk to you on the next episode.